0: Because I asked for a friggin' sandwich the other day with no mayo on it, and uh, they put mayo on it. But I was driving in my car and eating, so I couldn't. I just had to deal with it. And so then I was smushing hot mayo into my beard every time I took a bite of the sandwich, and it that was that was that was gross. I felt like I needed a shower after that sandwich.
1: Oh yeah. Eh.
2: No. Yummy. Okay. Let's get cracking on this thing. I've already started recording, but ah, this wasn't funny enough. I'll, I'll end up cutting it out. <laughs> <Our bitch laughs> Alright, welcome to the World's Okayest Mountain Bike Podcast, and tonight for the podcast, uh, I let the boys know what the topic was, I checked in with them, I scheduled it, I got home this evening after uh, church, and sat down at my Xbox, and completely forgot that we were going to do a podcast tonight, until they messaged me at 8.31, <laughs> asking if I was ready to go. <laughs> Man, I literally was talking to people in a chat, and I'm like, "I gotta go. I, I gotta do a podcast. Bye." <laughs> oh, I was really gonna,
0: worse. I was gonna fake it anyways. I, you got me out of having to put Connor down, so I'm, uh, I'm either way, I was sitting down in the basement.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I I just forgot. Have man, Wednesdays. I mean, I'm fine with doing them on Wednesdays, but usually I get home. I don't get home till eight thirty or so on Wednesdays. Usually or eight fifteen, and I just like. Completely forgot about it, and it was my idea.
1: I've been pretty <laughs> excited about this one. Not gonna lie. I think this
2: is gonna be a good one.
1: And I'm in the Christmas spirit. I, I just think. I know, to Talk about this stuff.
2: Yeah, you got a Santa hat
1: on. Yeah, you guys got your Christmas lights up. Yeah. Yeah. Of course.
2: Dude, Ryan, I'm the I'm the guy that as soon as Halloween's over, I'm playing Christmas music.
1: Yeah, I won't lie. I've had mine up since Halloween too.
2: Now, we haven't had all the de- – we haven't had, like, the tree up. Well, we've had it up a while, but for me, it's it's the Christmas music is my favorite part. You know, I could – we could have a – we could do a whole podcast about who's got the best Christmas album top to bottom.
1: Uh, We're stuck on Michael, Michael Bublé right now.
0: No, it's absolutely August Burns Red, for all of you who don't know. It's oh, definitely God. August Burns Red.
2: Okay, well, Check you're both out. wrong because it's definitely Elvis oh, that's a good
1: one. <laughs> hey, I, Elvis I is, gotta... is a
2: great one. Aaron, hey, sleeper pick. Aaron Neville.
1: Oh, that's a good one. Aaron
2: yeah. Neville's Christmas album.
1: Yep. Hey, I got a question for since we all got kids. No. I'm gonna start with uh, Kyle. At what age did Connor quit destroying the tree?
0: Uh. I, so let me so let me think it. So like four, he, right? Right, right. So he was. I'm gonna do the math here because he was born in August. We had a tree that December. We did not have a tree at all. Didn't even put one up the following year when he was one and a half and mobile. Um, the year after that, I think we did a tree. And then last year we did a tree. Yeah, so it was it was the first year that he was walking is when we stopped because he was the the. Cause he was two and a half by the time he came around next time to the tree and he was a, uh, he was a, a civilized human being at that point when it but, comes to tree destruction.
1: But at this point, he's not dismantling the trees for.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, no, he was good this year uh, and last year, totally clean.
1: Oh, uh, good. Oh, man. I hope this is the last year for me. What about you, Clinton? How's the twins doing with the tree?
2: Really good. Uh, we, we, when we first put it up, they, it took about two days and we, kept getting on to them, and we we beat our children. No, uh, they got their too. little – they know what okay. discipline Boy. is. They get their little hands slapped, and it really – they don't mess with with stuff. Like, it didn't take too long. We can even take them to other people's house, and they'll walk up to the tree, and they'll reach, and then they'll stop right before they <laughs> grab an ornament. And they'll because they know
0: pain is coming shortly after.
2: And we look <laughs> at them. I just give them the eye and they back off. Now, something I think that helped is we got them each their own little plastic ornament that we we hang on the tree, but if they want it, we give it to them, and they can walk around with it and play with it, and then they'll give it back and want want us to hang it up high or whatever, but they've been pretty good with it. I was surprised. I thought it was going to be a problem.
1: So Tucker does good at other people's houses. He knows not to touch it, but at ours, he's just, there's no ornaments for about the first three and a half feet, and he's knocked it over once, so...
2: Oh wow! Yeah, it's going they fantastic have
1: here, and we do. I do beat my kid. <laughs> yeah, they
2: they well they broke they broke one like right off the bat. Um, but their mom, Hannah, Hannah, I'm I'm like leaning into the computer as if that's good, like I'm trying to be sneaky. Hannah kind of drops the hammer on those kids, like that's good. pretty hard. Like she always has a that's little good. even more than I would have, but. It's good. They're pretty well behaved for now.
1: You got to be scared of I one of the parents. Yeah, I kind of set us up for our segment with talking about under what's under the Christmas tree. Oh, uh-huh. so you've got stuff you maybe have actually bought. I didn't. I didn't mean to uh, mean to segue like that, but I thought that was pretty good. Okay.
2: Well, before we do, I just I, I want to remind everyone. Uh, I haven't mentioned it in several episodes, but I did check today. turns out our discount code at victoria if you want to buy some tires for your Christmas, it's still good. OK MTB 20. Still works. Get out.
1: I honestly get out didn't, get didn't know for sure. Get out and get some. I'm, I need some new tires. I might order some. You know what?
2: I've made the conscious decision that I will not be including tires in my list tonight. Probably. <laughs>
0: Ooh, You guys are going to be really t- Clinton, you're going to be very interested to hear that I actually do have tires on my list.
1: Oh. oh. Mountain bike
0: tires or what? Yeah, Mountain or drifting tires. tires. No, no, no my, uh, bicycle tires.
1: Nice.
2: Well, tonight what we're going to do is uh, we want to do a Christmas wish list episode. So we, I gave the boys a budget here. Um, a very wide ranging so basically the idea is if you had if you had twenty five dollars to spend fifty dollars to spend a hundred five hundred a thousand three thousand six thousand or ten thousand uh how would you spend it and we 're trying to keep it in the mountain bike world um, yeah so it's now, kind of are, our
0: we 're talking about gift ideas that we want for ourselves right
2: I think so yeah yeah okay and I if mean, we, yeah. If, if, if I think, someone said, "Okay, your whole budget for yourself, and it has to be mountain bike related in some way or bike related in some way," and this is your budget, someone's going to hand you twenty-five bucks all the way to ten thousand bucks. What are you spending it on? Assuming you are required to spend it on mountain bikes. stuff.
1: Oh, that was ten thousand. Right. I thought that said a hundred grand in the text.
2: Nah. Darn. Winnebago. It, I had, I had, a, I had one I too many see.
1: zeros That's what you right. Was. When I saw 100 grand I'm like a Winnebago
2: right.
0: Yep 100%, 100%. <laughs> a toy, hauler, toy hauler Big diesel toy hauler with a 7.3 in it Absolutely uh,
2: super C, Well then super we all agree on what we do with 100,000 Yeah right. okay we don't have to cover that Okay we don't yep. have to cover that I'm 10,000 I just was clicking off zeros
0: Now are we trying to hit One as few items as possible Within the budget or like stack up A bunch of stuff in there
2: you want to stack it stack it
0: okay i'm gonna to try to keep like so i i put my list together i didn't write anything down but i thought about it so i put my list together based on as few items as possible into that budget so like that's as around. if like that's somebody good. listens to this thinking about christmas ideas for themselves or for others that it might be helpful
2: that's yep. that's pretty so, well how i have it in my head but i wasn't okay. gonna require that all right okay. so let's start you got 25 bucks to spend on bike stuff what what you got who wants to go first? All right, so I've got.
0: Oh man, where should I put this? Okay. Okay, so I'm going to start with. I've got other items because we have a fifty dollar mark too, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so starting at twenty five, me personally, at twenty five dollars, I want a set of tubelitos for my race bike. So I want I want a twenty gram tube or whatever they weigh for my race bike.
2: Oh, those like, good. the orange-colored super light tubes. Yeah, they're, like, tubes. I don't tube, know what these
0: are. They're, uh, yeah, tubolitos. So they're they're tubes for your bike, but they are, uh, they're not made of rubber. They're either orange or white. But you're, what you're picturing in your head is absolutely right. But they're, like, they're, fractions of what a normal tube weighs. I mean, what, like, they're, like, they're, like, half of what a normal tube weighs.
2: And they roll okay. up super
1: small, like a... Like yeah, a, they
2: like fold a, up real tight. Like I know some. Bank something.
1: robbers roll a money.
2: How much do they cost? Are they,
1: you know, Kyle, like round, I say, round round
2: about,
0: about thirty-seven bucks retail.
1: So we're a little high, but that's okay. Ooh,
0: are they really? They're thirty-seven dollars
1: each. Yeah, I mean, you know, you probably don't realize that because you're a pro mountain biker, so you don't pay that, but right, they're about thirty-seven bucks retail. But okay. it
2: slide, sweet. i would not assume they'd be more than I would think thirty-seven for a pair. That's kind
0: of what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. What what? I, all right, all right. So I can wow. change that then. Okay.
2: All right, but, so my but they are
1: awesome, and uh, you know I didn't think about it, but that's a great one to put on the list. Stocking stuffer, right?
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, Ryan, I love how much energy you're bringing to this Christmas.
1: I'm fired episode. up about this, man. Like I want to send running. this off to Santa tomorrow. I got to put it in the mailbox. Flip the flag up. Come get it. Um. All right. Well, what's your twenty-five? So, so I just hate when I run out of consumables, right? So, for mm-hmm. me, like, it may seem simple, but, like, if I got a bottle of, like, my favorite chain lube or my favorite bike wash, I would just be pumped because at some point I'm going to run out of it and go, crap, before I wash my bike, I got to run to the bike shop and get some more. So, I'd just be pumped with something like that. So, you know, a $15, $20 bottle of bike wash or, you know, uh, my chain lube's not cheap. So, uh, man, I would just – I'd just love it if if that's a gift I got. So, for me, twenty five bucks—that's where I'm going.
2: Huh? You know, I've never—I've never used bike wash before. Ever? I just use my hand or rag and water. It seems mm-hmm. to get get it. I mean, it would save me some time. Maybe Do you use Dawn or
1: anything like? No soap. I what? have
2: I have used just a tiny amount of Dawn before on when it was really bad, and I was trying to really get the chain grease areas like around that clean. But usually, I just spray it. Use my hand to rub the dirt off the frame, and maybe old socks or I have some br- like soft brushes. I'll try to get in those hard to reach places, but oh, I don't like making, foam it up or anything.
1: You're making my palms sweat right now. I'm
2: I know we're, we're very different
1: people when it comes to that. I'll give you a I, lesson when, when it gets warmer <laughs> out. You come up, I'll give you a bike cleaning lesson.
2: Ryan, didn't they have to teach you not to use a pressure washer? I was didn't say, Ryan, Ryan, I don't know if you should be
0: teaching anybody how to clean your bikes after all the pivots we put on that Superfly. I I don't use a pressure washer anymore. That
1: was years <laughs> ago. I was new mountain biker. That was
0: a dirt bike. I was going to say, that was, that was pro-moto guy washing his first $10,000 mountain bike. <laughs> it was
1: awesome. <laughs> but no, I, right. I mean, like, I'd be stoked about getting some wash or some chain lube or something like that.
0: No, that's good.
2: I'm, that's definitely good. I'm actually with you. Uh, but my consumables a little different. I want the biggest bottle, whichever brand gets me the most for 25 bucks. I want the biggest bottle of tire sealant that I can
1: get. There
2: you go. Cause I like <laughs> messing with tires, but I have that's learned, I think I'm done with stands, you guys. Um, when I, so a uh, little, t- little sealant drama for everybody. Um, orange endurance sealant is great about it lasts a long time without drying out. The problem I always had with it is I would run Huck Norris inserts, and I think that foam, it's a little rough on the edges. And every single time I went to change a tire or something, all the little rubber particles in that orange seal would be in one ball, in one giant ball inside my tire, every single time. So... Now I run airliners and I switched to stands. And so I did have like some of those little stands boogers here and there, but nothing like the orange seal. But the problem is the stands dries out way faster. Like when I went to, um, when I busted my wheel up at uh, Tennessee, so I needed to get my tire off and and send the wheel in for warranty. it, It was bone dry. I was, really? I was, um, yeah. You got to give. It uh, give it had give, not give, been in there that long. I had not had those tires on there for very long. So give, I uh,
0: give Petey's a try next time.
2: I might. Well, I just bought some Bontrager because they had some at the shop. The blue stuff. I think it's I'll, probably fine. Seems fine. To say, me. I, I've been mega
0: happy. I, I've been using Bond trigger stuff for two years now. Three, two years. Yeah. So my my past two bikes. I've exclusively used blue bond trigger and it's, it's done great.
2: Well, I just took a tire. I was helping a buddy who I, I put orange seal in his tires. Like last about this time, like before Christmas a year ago. And it wasn't totally like he needed some more, but there was still plenty of like wet orange sealant still in there. I couldn't believe it. I was like, Holy smokes! Stuff lasts forever if you don't use a. CO2 the orange stuff's load up. great.
0: I I use that forever.
2: So we'll see. I you know I would like to get the orange seal without the rubber pieces because honestly I feel like if I poke a hole in the tire I'm stopping and I'm putting a plug in it anyway. Like mm-hmm. uh, I I'm not gonna just keep riding. I might finish a stage if I'm racing, but I'm I'm yeah, stopping immediately.
0: You, you, you might get mi- micro punctures that you don't even know about, though. You know what I mean? You you might you might micro something, or just barely open something up to where it, the sealant seals it up before you even have a chance to notice yeah. that it's flat.
2: This is true, maybe I don't know. For sure, when you put like retape or whatever, you know, around the uh, valve that always leaks for a second, or around the bead in different spots. But I don't know what you're All
0: talking right. about. So a maybe- bond trigger, bond just- Tubeless, tubeless strips and they're flawless.
2: Yeah. Uh, except I can't get uh, good tires on with those because they won't fit. Try <laughs> Try mounting a set of like tough WTB or Vittoria tires with that TLR strip in there. You'll take it out.
1: I brought but, three levers trying to do it.
2: Yeah. yeah it, you have to take them out if you're running anything but like, trail casing Andre. tires. Well, I think you can get away with it with lighter casings, too. But if you start running, if your tire is over 1,000 grams, good luck.
0: (laughs) That's why I don't run tires over 1,000 grams. All
2: right. What's next, 50 bucks? 50 50 bucks. 50
0: bucks. All right, so it's back to me then. So my $50 thing is tools. So I every Christmas, without fail, I put all kinds of Park and Pedro's tools on my Christmas list because, like, you know, being at the shop and stuff, I can have my wife or my mom or my dad or whatever run up there and get a good deal on them. So, um, <clears throat> my, like, for example, so this Christmas list this year, I have three, five tools, five park tools on my Christmas list, and they're all roughly $50 my price. So like the, um, a Torx three way is on that list because I do, you know, I'm tired of digging up like little L wrenches for my brakes. So I, I don't have anything small in Torx, just like the little wrenches that like your bleed kit comes with. And then I've got a uh, master link set of pliers from Park Tool because uh, right now I'm using the old channel locks method and it works. You know, it's it's it hasn't let me down, but it'd be nice just to have the right tool for the job. Um, and then I've got a spoke tension meter on there for building wheels. I build seems like I build about a set of wheels every year, two two to three sets a year. Um, and for whatever reason, I always end up building a set over the winter. It seems to be like my January, February, I'm exhausted and bored and need to do something bike-related project, so I just build a set of wheels. Um, and I always have to borrow a, a spoke tension meter from the shop to finish them, um, and so it would be nice just to have my own at the shop. And then the other one is uh, Park Tools Tire Inflator uh, for a compressor. And then this one's this one's a lot more expensive than 50 but it fit the category.
1: Those are good. Okay, I get it. Tools are good. Yep. Tools are good. So I'm up. Yeah, you're up. You're up. Well, for me, so I I was kind of excited thinking about this and fifty bucks, and I got a little shipment today. I treated myself as something for Christmas. Now I I treated myself for something for dirt bike riding, but I have one for mountain bike riding, and there's a slight difference. So what I got here, I'm gonna show you guys, even though our listeners can't see, is I have a USWE. Uh Zulo two hip pack. It's a one liter, so it's really small, really light, just for your quick rides. But it keeps that weight off the shoulders, like we've talked about. Not really liking the uh, the full on backpack style. Yeah. But for mountain biking, I like the Bontrager Rapid Pack. Fifty uh-huh. I think it retails at fifty bucks, forty nine
2: ninety nine. It is Great. nice. Fits really I, nice. I don't think there's snug.
1: another pack out there, to be honest with you. And I know Clinton's like, hey, let's not try to talk all about Bontrager stuff, but I really yeah, but I'm with
2: you on that one. That's what I use, it's and I like good. it a lot.
1: So, so for mountain biking, I run that one, back. and then for dirt biking, I run the USWE with the hose because I can't pull a water bottle out. Um, but for me, fifty bucks—that's what I'm. That's what I'm going for, right? And there you go. Uh, if I got to get somebody a gift, maybe one of my friends that rides, I'm getting them a hip pack. They'll never wear a backpack one again.
2: Nice. That's it. So I've got a couple it's hard for me to uh, so many of these are like, what do I happen to need at that moment in time? Uh, but I think great things that are in that $50 range, um, without just doubling up. Now this would actually be closer to the $25 range, but I would say maybe a pairing of like, these are more things that wear out. Uh, if you're not happy with your grips, new grips, I've been yep. experimenting. I've, tried quite a few different grips and i am so my up until this point i think the grips i felt like i had the most luck with were the real fat uh ori grips but i but they're so they're so big and then i got into the uh the odi Aaron Gwen 2 grips which i still like a lot they're pretty comfortable they're really good on dirt jump bike but now I've been running the uh ODI Elite Pro lock on grips and they're when you're holding on to them, they don't feel like a fatter grip, but they've added like this kind of raised area in the palm. And I can honestly say like I forget that they're there, which is about the highest praise I can give a grip, is that I don't notice my grips anymore. Like the traction's great, uh my hands like don't hurt. Like, you know, when I, we first started riding shepherd and when I would go down there, my hands would get beat. Part of that was bad suspension settings. Part of that was grips. Uh, but like, I don't have any issues now. I just, I feel fine. I went on a longer ride, couple hour ride with my dad last week. And usually I find myself putting my hands flat on like my brake calipers or not calipers. Uh, brake reservoirs to get, like, kind of a flat surface to, like, give them a break when they start cramp, like, hurting, really and awesome I pretty pressure. much never did that, and these are, like, grips that would be fine on a downhill bike, so.
1: Which grip was those?
2: The ODI Elite Pro.
1: Check them out. So, it's, awesome.
2: it's, yeah, it's kind of funky. It's got the, it looks like a traditional half waffle, except in the palm, it's got, like, these raised, soft, like, very grooved area. It's kind of raised like a little arch, so it kind of fits into your palm nicely. And it is it a, a lot of it, Is it
0: a is it a fat grip or a?
2: No, is it, a, it doesn't. You would like it, like it. It doesn't feel like a fat grip. Uh, so that's my thing. I, I don't know why. I I hate fat grips. I just I don't I, I don't feel
0: like I get enough feedback through a fat grip. I don't feel it, enough.
2: It's basically like a normal kind of thin thinish half waffle. But imagine if you just took that and then just added a little material right where your palm naturally raises up anyway. If you look at your, you make kind of like a grip shape. Your palm kind of rises up like an arch. So yeah. it basically has a little material that just kind of fills in that area. So when you grab it, it actually doesn't really feel any fatter than a grip without it. Just normally that part of your hand wouldn't be touching anything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, when you start out. pounding into rocks, it like it really helps absorb some I'm due for some new grips. I
0: want to get
1: me a set of those.
0: I just to say I you, you got me my interest peaked.
2: So another thing I literally just bought and and this cost about about 50 bucks all in, a little more maybe. Um and I haven't even tried them, but ever since I've been riding steep stuff, I've been wearing out brake pads faster. And I've been running organic brake pads because that's what came on it and that's what shops usually had. But I just ordered a set of metallic brake pads that I'm going to use that apparently are more consistent in the wet and they last longer. Maybe they don't have that as quite as hard as a bite, like right off when you start pulling the lever. But I don't know. It's winter time, so who cares? Like <laughs> consistency, apparently they don't fade as bad. They last longer. It sounds like win, 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 win to me. Um, they only cost like two or three dollars a pack more. Nice. So nice. that's right. About 50 bucks. So you get it front and rear for that. Heck yeah. And then another thing related to that is, um, I think it might be, might be closer to 60 all in or 70, but if you're running a 180 millimeter or less, uh, rotor, you you probably get a rotor and an adapter for your bike to bring that sucker up to 200 uh if you don't have it already front and rear so mine came 200 180 now i've got it 200 200 and it is it was definitely a noticeable good difference for me i'm a little okay. for mountain biker i'm a little on the chubby side at a hefty 185 but you know I was lower than that, but, uh, my mom and mother-in-law keep buying Christmas tree cakes and I can't go to their houses without eating at no, least one. Good.
1: You know, <laughs> that's good insight though, because a lot of people's bikes don't even come with 180 or uh, more than 180 on the front. So, yeah. you know, if you can't, if you can't do both, at least have 180 on the front. Or, yeah,
2: I think so. I, I don't know, man. Honestly, I think with a mountain bike, it almost makes more sense if, if you, if you have to pick. And like one has to be 180, one has to be 200. Put the 200 on the back and leave the 180 on the front because no you're still going to get plenty of power on the Wouldn't front.
1: Wouldn't work for me. I'm all front brake. I think I I, I don't
2: know. I, wanna, I, wanna, I want to I want to I want two on both ends.
1: But a, I I'll think it's going to depend on riding style. If you got to pick one, because yeah. I'm all a front all over the front brake. I've never. I got to be honest. Like
0: that. once once I got my set of pads smoked in after a ride out there at Shepherd. I, I mean like. That was the only time I've ever in my life experienced, oh my god, my brakes aren't enough right now, but like, that was literally the first time a rotor had spun through those pads. So like, there was a, you know, they had to bed in and, you know, get heated up and stuff. But other than that, I've never been in a position in my life where I thought I don't have enough brakes. I, 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 you know, within the past five years since I've been riding nice bikes with nice brakes. And maybe that's, you know, maybe that's just the level of brake that I've been buying for five years, or maybe I don't ride fast enough, but I mean, it's not like, it's not like I'm, you know,
2: Well, what I started noticing with mine is just that I was squeezing it awfully hard and you could feel when they get hot, the lever gets a lot stiffer, a lot quicker. And especially in those early runs down through there where I wasn't comfortable. And I just felt like I was on that rear brake hard and just going up from 180 to 200 made a huge difference of like how hard I had to pull and, uh, how fast you you'd feel it heating up all right, a hundred bucks, what are we doing all
0: right so me, I for a hundred dollars, need a new pair of tires for my race bike. yeah, you do so <sighs> I have been running Bontrager G zeros uh, for ev- literally forever. I mean, since okay. When you
2: say race bike, you mean BMX race bike,
0: right? Right. right. So it's my okay. it, it's my cruiser class twenty six inch dirt jump bike that I have built up to race BMX. It's like twenty one and a half pounds. Or it's twenty twenty two and a quarter now, um, but I want to drop off some rotational weight off the bike, and so right now I've got a thousand. I've got 1100 grams worth of tires on the bike and like probably 300 grams worth of tubes on the bike currently. And I think I can cut a half pound of rotational weight off the bike, um, by going to an ultra mega light tire, um, getting rid of the 2.4 on the front and then going into a set of tubolitos. So if I could get my bike like sub 22 pounds, like get it like an actual, like 21 and a half, um, with two Bolitos and, like, a 300-gram race tire, I think I'd be really happy with that. Uh, Maxxis has a tire really? called the Max Light, and it's 285 grams, and it's a 2.1. So that's the tire that I'd like. I don't think they actually make it anymore, and I don't know if it exists, but that's the tire that I would like. Uh, other than that, I'm looking at Continental Speed Kings and Race Kings. Nice. Good
2: night. Now, wait a The Speed Kings and the Race Kings... Are they gonna roll as good as like, uh, DTH a- D- 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 or a uh, Kinda 360 Pro? That's pretty much a street tire. Even though they weigh less, probably.
0: The, uh, the Speed King, yes. So the K- Speed King, what is it, what do they call it? Speed King, here I gotta look this up. Continental Speed King 26. Yeah, you have to look it up, but it's it's pretty much like a flat tread in the middle. Like you, you get you literally get a couple side, you get like a little bit of side like side knob, uh, but it, it's pretty much a straight flat slick in the middle. But it's let's see what do they weigh? They're 450 grams for the 20. No wait, there are 410 grams for a 26.
2: Oh my gosh!
0: <laughs> so I could I could cut. So, so if I go if I go to that a pair of those, I would be I would cut. That would be cutting like 300 grams off, which is three quarters of a pound. So that's crazy. And I think I could cut another 200 grams off as a set of two So if I did the lightest tubolito possible with these, and then run them at like 65 psi, I, 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 this bike would be within race bike category weight for a 20 inch pro BMX race bike. And it would, it would be a it would be a full it'd be a hardtail mountain bike with 26 inch wheels, suspension, and hydraulic discs. yeah that's what i need i need i
2: need that that weight getting that weight off would be very important for your (laughs) situation
0: bro coming out of that gate if you've seen me race bmx i need all the help i can get getting to the dirt (laughs) (laughs) coming out of the gate i ain't fast
2: we can't ever let we can never let kyle clip in on a bmx bike because he'll be the guy that like pulls up so hard that the back end just comes off the ground and the next thing you know he's like over the bars for no reason whatsoever you know that's <laughs> funny I, I, that's
0: funny i haven't clipped in yet at the bmx track but i'm going to try it this next season connor so connor has been expressing interest in racing so I'm, I'm i'm gonna get him a race bike over the winter and we're gonna start racing next year i think we'll be out there with you Woo! it'll be fun um
1: yeah. So for me, I got a couple in this category. So first off is uh, something that I think uh, a lot of people, they you know, I have it on my bike, so I'm not necessarily for myself, but if people are looking for a good gift idea, I think it often gets overlooked, is like your on-the-bike James Bond-type tools, like the one-up EDC tool that fits mm-hmm. in your stem, or the wolf-tooth ones that go in the end of your bar ends or whatever, or, you know, those kind of things that... I think every time somebody sees that me pull out that EDC tool, they're like, "Whoa, what is that?" You know, but you don't see yeah, a lot of that's good. just they get the, it's kind of an oversight, right? Um, so for me, under a hundred bucks, like like something, one of those kinds of tools is really awesome to have on the bike. and super handy and it's sleek, and you know, you can not have to carry it around. Yeah,
2: that's really that's a good one. That is yeah. a good one. So mine is something I'm actually I actually need I need to pick up before sometime soon unless brian if you come down and ride saturday i might have you bring it okay uh, now only what you'd have to pick either or you wouldn't be able to get both of these things for a 100 bucks i don't think or at least not like a really good quality but uh if you if you don't have one which i don't as kyle knows a good rain jacket for mountain biking yep. like a nice decent legit rain shell uh not like Ryan, we went to the first race we went together. We stopped at Bass Pro and I got like a Bass Pro. <laughs> just crappy. Oh, I think like you couldn't ride in it because you'd sweat. It didn't breathe at all. So you ended up, <laughs> ended up sweating so fast. I was soaking wet anyway. Like it, it just didn't even matter. It, it,
1: it was, was a like sweatsuit. a, like a weight loss
2: plastic. Suit. Like, so then I borrowed one of Kyle's for the Chubb Enduro and just wrecked it i mean it got
0: so (laughs) Uh, but that's a good point though like good so like as a former professional outdoor wear salesman i i will say that you, you can never have nice enough gear like Jackets, pants, socks, gloves—like you know, a cold weather gear or, or poor, unfortunate weather gear. Man, that—that that is the difference between enjoying a ride and being absolutely miserable.
2: Right. Yep. And I'm also getting. So this puts me over budget. But if you already have a rain jacket, which seems like most people do, like a, a good outdoor rain jacket, get some rain pants. Yeah. Um, I'm getting. I'm getting both for Christmas. What <laughs> did gotta, you get? I literally did you have get the to- so Did you got get the, the defense? I got the Fox Ranger 3L water pant, which is like the hardcore water pant. And yeah. then I got the 2.5L rain jacket, because it was like 90 bucks cheaper than the 3L, but still looked pretty good. Do you know uh, what that
0: means, 3, 3L and 2.5L?
2: No, I don't know what it means, but it got good reviews, so I'm like, hey, it would be good enough for me. <laughs> Kyle's laughing because no. he doesn't think so, but I want to spend... No, I, well, since I'm not buying it, it's Christmas <sighs> presents, I had to keep it in other people's budget, and there was like, I think oh, it was no. like 110 bucks versus 100 no, versus 200, no, basically. No, you'll
0: totally be good. The, the, I was gonna say 2.5 and 3L. It just means the the way that the waterproofing material is attached to the jacket. So, like a 3L is a three layer uh, material, whereas a 2.5 is two layers of bonded material and one one layer of non bonded material for the waterproof jacket. Either way, so either way, you're going to be good. Like a 3L, they're both like your 3L jacket's got like a 10K waterproof rating. You'll be fine. And 10K breathability. That'll be great.
2: Yeah. I have no idea. I just, I was reading reviews and they're like, yeah, this has been wonderful. I'm like, sweet. That's what I'm, that's going to be infinitely better than what I have at the moment, which is nothing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, that'll be great. You'll you'll like, you'll love that, man.
2: Because, well, one, I want to, I don't want to not ride just because it's wet out. When I have access to like Berryman trail, which is fine, even when it's raining, um, I don't want to miss days where it's I could be riding. But, oh, it's wet and I'm not it's not necessarily that I'm afraid of it cold, but I don't want to get wet. So I want to get out there and ride even when it's wet. And I actually bought against the advice of a guy at the shop, but sorry to him. I'm not spending 150 bucks, but I did buy some full. I mean, they go up higher than my socks, like cover booty neoprene booty cover things for my shoes Ooh. uh i'll show you
1: those hang on they're right here i'll just show you yeah let's see these what'd you get i'm kind of <laughs>
0: excited i'm curious too because like I, I i gotta be honest I, it does not matter how cold it is i am my feet are never cold ever
1: oh mine are always cold and shoe covers don't work
0: <laughs> no I, I was riding so, in snow riding in snow on a fat bike in shorts and no shoe covers
2: so these boys bad boys, I feel like they at least keep the wind off my feet. They oh, yeah. fully, dude, they seal up tight around the leg too. So yeah. the guy at the shop was like, "Man, I'm telling you, just get the winter shoes." But okay, I these are like twenty five, thirty bucks versus 150 for shoes. I'm probably only gonna wear like no,
0: you did good five
2: times. So I yeah, feel
0: like this is good.
2: I've ridden in below freezing with no none of these, and my feet were okay. So feel like with these on there, they're uh, CXWXC. I don't even know. Some weird. It's basically just a neoprene stretchy cover with a zipper.
0: Yeah. No, you did good. Yeah. For the few times that you're actually going to be out in temperatures in which those are going to be beneficial, you did real good.
2: Yeah. I basically bought what I wish I had at the Chubb Enduro last year. That's basically my Christmas. <laughs> you done good. You done real good.
0: Man, necessity is uh, is the ultimate form of uh, of, of uh, creation,
2: right? Man, honestly, I feel like if I had to, if I had to, if I was forced to choose, I'd probably pick the pants before the jacket, because I feel like I can swap hoodies throughout the day or whatever, just to like stay warm enough to survive. But
0: Oh no, man! Because then, then, oh. then you're carrying all that water and, and and all that cotton against your body. No well, way. Well, you're doing it with it,
2: your legs either way. If you have like leggings on or something with your shorts.
0: Yeah, but I just wear shorts. I just let it roll off my legs. I got, hair, I got hairy legs, man. My legs are fine. My legs are it never was cold,
2: cold. That I don't know, man. It was cold that day. Yeah, no, really? I was. I was walking
0: around with you guys. Don't be wrong. But all
2: right, what's our next level of budget?
1: I think it was five hundred.
2: Was it five hundred? I think it was five hundred. We might have to. If it was two fifty, we're going to skip it because it's going to take yeah. way too long to finish this. We're already forty something minutes in. Okay, yeah, let's we're go to
1: five hundred. Let's go
2: fast with the five hundred.
1: Five hundred was tough. That's like an in between category for anything in mountain biking, right? Yeah, yeah. no, it
2: is. Like so,
1: you're not getting a I've new a fork or a new set of wheels for five hundred bucks, but you know,
0: right? You know. So unless you're building a dirt jump bike, because you can get a new set of wheels for a dirt jump bike for five hundred, yeah, but. Maybe. So I am not building a dirt jump bike this winter. Uh thankfully cuz I think my wife would murder me. I've got uh six at the house already. So I for $500 I will absolutely say that if you don't don't have a night ride set up yet, get a night ride set up. Buy the best light setup that you can buy from Outbound Lighting. I'm going to plug them because uh Matt's my boy and I'm I had okay a lot Okay that
2: cuz it's true. And Clinton and I like, had they a are lot the of most fun. advanced lights for sure.
0: Oh, they're incredible. They're incredible stuff. Uh, Matt does a great job. It's a small, you talk of small company. It is Matt and one other guy. So Matt, Matt, uh, hired a guy full time to jump on with him who was out in Arizona. Uh, but anyway, so the, the light setups are awesome. So do an outbound lighting, do their ultimate downhill package. Uh, I think they've got them on the website right now for like 350, 360. So we're under our 500 budget at that. Um, so do yourself. Here's what I'll say, but do the ultimate downhill setup with a helmet that has a GoPro mount on it and make it real easy on yourself. Like, so my Bontrager Lithos and my Bontrager Rally Mips both have removable GoPro mounts that l- jump into the centered vent and it makes it super easy to have the light on there. And so I actually, um, I ride those for my night rides, but that's that's 100% the best money you can spend mountain bike related if you don't already have a, a night light set up.
1: I can even plug them. They work great on dirt bikes. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. Oh, wow.
0: I'm really looking forward to getting my new Trail Evo. And so, Matt, uh after three years of, of running the Trail Light that we developed, we helped him develop back in 2017, um, he has a new version of that. that's supposed to be way better, and he, it's, it's getting released. It's supposed to be shipping soon. Um, and so I'm super pumped to check out what the new Evo looks like. I can't wait to get mine.
2: And, that's a and even the old gear, one is right? still like...
0: Correct. Yeah. yeah. So the old one, the old trail was a separate battery pack, which I still like. I don't mind having a frame mounted battery. Totally doesn't bother. The battery
2: life on that one was ridiculous. Uh, We went to Bentonville and you ran it, you ran it on low, which is still pretty stinking bright for like eight hours. Literally literally all day. It was fine. It didn't even come close to running out. So if you're going for long rides and you want something, you know, is going to get you home no matter how long you're out there.
0: Yep, exactly. Now, none of my rides—I don't do big marathon rides or overnights or anything like that. So I, all I need is—is is, you know, I need an hour and a half to two hours of as bright as I can possibly get. Um, and bright isn't just it, man. It, they, they use the light so well—the the, the lens, the reflector, the whole design of the light just uses all of the lumens as well as possible. So I, yeah, I'm I'm super excited to check out the Evo. I can't wait for mine to come in.
1: All right, so, Ryan. So, like I said, this one was a little tough. Uh, that's a good good one for sure, Kyle. Um, so, for me, like, probably in that price point, I'm probably just going to maybe uh, do some maintenance products on my bike, you know, maybe a new cassette, uh, seals and oil in the fork, kind of get all that knocked out, um, you know, just make sure everything's fresh to go for the new upcoming year, um, you know, by the time you spend all that money and, and maybe if, if you don't don't have the ability to do it yourself in the shop, you're at 500 bucks. So for me, that's kind of where I was at, but I did have a, a, a thinking also, just cause I always love fresh new gears. I'd probably just start head to toe, new shoes, pair of socks, new pair of shorts, a cool Jersey, maybe even a lid. So, um, you know, depending on where, where all that falls in price wise, but, uh, you know, it never hurts to start the new year with some fresh new, uh, new garments either. So,
2: Yeah, you could totally get somewhere like Trail Labs to completely service your damper and suspension front and rear. And probably if you're using like GX level components, getting that serviced and a cassette and a chain and a new chain ring. If you're paying full retail, that might be that'll probably be a little over 500, but you could get all that for pretty close to 500. Yeah, um, yeah,
1: and, and, and stuff you're going to need, right? And you're, it's
2: going to have to happen, or you're going to have to sell your bike. But people are going to ask when the last time your suspension was serviced anyway. If they're smart, they will. Um, something I would like to do is find, like, a pro rider that's within driving distance or whatever and do, you know, two days of private lessons. Not like a group lesson, but like where they're actually like you go to a sections of trail and they watch you watch everything you do and how you're riding and like are basically trying to make you faster. I think that'd be a blast because I like that. Like I'm pretty teachable and I like teaching and I like being taught. Um, and for 500 bucks, man, if someone's actually like. They're not racing or whatever, like that's not a bad weekend for a mountain bike guy. <laughs> I no, think you get you to totally ride. get Yeah. Get if you chill. can find them. That's you know, I would say for that amount of money unless you're a total beginner, I wouldn't necessarily recommend like a big group class where you're gonna be there with twenty other people and it's not really tailored to you. Um but if you could get it tailored to you, that'd be good. Um, something else. If I could find one and I had five hundred bucks, I'd maybe look for like a used smart trainer from basement spin set up for the winter. Uh, trainer was okay. on my list, but that'd be tough to find for five hundred. It'd have to yeah. be used with somebody who's just like. Well, no, you can
0: you can get into a good trainer for under five hundred, just not a
2: smart yeah, trainer. I want smart, I, w- I wouldn't buy it unless it was a smart trainer. I don't think you're going to I already have a gym inside unless
1: it's like, smart. If yeah, I've there. got a
2: gym membership. I hit the spin bike in the gym and watch TV while I'm doing it. But, yeah, smart trainer would be cool. All right. Uh, oh, man, we're like 50 minutes into this. You know what? I think we – 5,000. Let's 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 go up to 3,000. We're going to skip 1,000. 3,000. That's good. Are we Ooh. all – I mean, the easy one I'll go is like I could – Sell my bike and then use that three 000, a good chunk of that three thousand to get a new bike. Um, Does
1: Santa take straight ins? What's that? Santa. takes <laughs> <straight-ins>? <laughs> uh, Okay, well maybe that's his cheating. Elves, so like his elves come down the chimney and they like pick your bike up and drop the new one off, right? I gotta right. think
2: I'm buying a uh, uh, like a more trail cross country. Uh, forgive me for saying down country, but I think I'm buying a bike, like no, a I was gonna say for level, for, for, for three fifth, three
0: thousand. Yeah, three thousand dollars. Yeah. So if, for me, at three thousand dollars, I would be looking at a cross training kind of bike of some sort. Like I, obviously, you there guys here. know I've got it. Yeah, my, my stable is full of stuff. So three thousand dollars. I'm going to say at three grand, I'm looking at a gravel bike. A nice, Thank killer, you. do it all, Shimano 105
2: group disc brake gravel bike.
1: So Kyle stole mine. So that's, uh, <laughs> Sorry. <dang laughs> I'm
2: not, yeah. I'm not I'm going to be
1: 100% on that, Kyle. Like, you know, I kind of want a gravel bike just to go, you know, when it's wet and all the trails around here are closed. So. Uh,
0: yeah, now, with, with that said, I, I do have a road bike that can ride gravel, and I, it, it's, I've had it since February, and it, it probably has less than 100 miles on it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, maybe it would have been easier to say, okay, what what $3,000 bike on the market? If someone said, I'm going to give you a $3,000 bike, which one are you picking?
1: You know, well, for a mountain bike?
2: Yeah. Uh, Fuel EX8. I think I'm getting like a – I know I didn't want us to just say Trek or Botrager, but honestly, at that price point, I think I'm getting either a a top fuel. I'm not sure what the builds on them are. I'd have to look at the builds. A a short or shorter-ish travel bike that I think would be a lot of fun that I would still set – I would set it up with like trail tires so it's not a pig, but – for some yeah. reason, those Norco optics, it's, it, they're 120, 140 or 125, 140. Still quite a bit of travel. That's a good looking bike. The angles on them, it just looks like a bike that is like, it's fun. You don't have to think about anything. You can go have big days on it. But then the other part of me is like, ah, but you already have a slash. Something like a Trek Top Fuel or a, um, This wouldn't. This Uh, not maybe maybe not a blur, but like a used SB one hundred. If you could, of course, used Yetis usually increase in value for some reason. So that probably wouldn't work.
1: Top fuel is a good call.
2: Is there a three thousand dollar build on the transition spur? Because I think if there was even if it was a low level I think the a uh, $3000 build on a spur which I don't think there is I think you're starting at 5000 there What was the uh, uh would be super fun uh, I would I would What
1: was the price point on was it uh uh the Ibis that came out with the aluminum What was the price point on Oh that? yeah
2: oh yeah Ripmo AS that, That's you it get one That's for it you, That's that's the middle I think build it's close to 3 That's the middle I think that's the uh um, well, that might be the NX build, but still, that's a, it's got DVO suspension front rear. Like, Pretty that's, that's the $3,000 bike to buy for sure. Yep. Uh, it doesn't really make sense because I already have a bike in that category, but if I didn't, if I had no bike and they're like, here, here's a $3,000 bike, I think that's the one I'd pick for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For the, yeah.
0: Yeah. Because MSRP on that with the DVO suspension and a coil is uh, thirty two hundred dollars.
2: Yeah. And if you get if you get the DVO air shock, which is a good shock, I've had it, I had it on a bike before. It's it's like twenty nine ninety nine or something.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> given that I already have a a full so like my I would probably I, if I wasn't going to go road bike since we have to choose mountain bike at three thousand dollars, I'm a Santa Cruz chameleon carbon all day long. And I would, mm-hmm. so it'd be Santa Cruz Carbon Chameleon, MSRP's 2700. I would do a 140 millimeter air spring for it and then a, uh, a, a carbon crank and be done. Nice. Nice.
1: Nice. All
0: right.
2: So what's your $6,000 bike going to be? E bike,
0: hands down. Yep. 100%. No, I, I am like, I'm like going back and forth all the time with myself right now on whether or not i 'm going to sell my road bike in the spring to fund an e bike purchase because i've got so Connor's too big for the mac ride, but I've got a mac ride kid and i probably I'm probably a year away from Macride the newest one, but I could do there is so much stuff I could have ridden on the mac ride if I had an e bike instead of doing them on my single speed hardtail
1: yeah mm-hmm. yeah I'm with you on e bike and i and I think i could i could get it my size. My wife could ride it too. When we go out and do rides and, and
0: probably. Yeah. she, she,
1: she likes to go, but she gets, I think she, uh, she, she hates that, you know, even, even I'm on a, on a, you know, I'm, I'm waiting a lot with, with my two year old on the Mac ride seat, you know? So she, she right. she's always like, I'm always like, you want to go? And she's like, no, you go have fun. You know, I'm like, come on, have fun. But I think if I had her on an e-bike, you know, she'd keep up. And I think she's, we're close enough in size she could probably step up, I could size it down a little bit and make it a little cramped for me and a little little long for her and it worked. We'd have one bike. It'd be pretty sweet. All right. So it be a present for my wife.
2: There right. There
1: you go. I mean, this is basically what I
2: talked my parents into. Well, they kinda of talked themselves into it. They were riding e bikes out in Colorado and had a really good time with it. And this isn't, it wasn't a $6,000 bike. But they end up getting uh my mom called. She's like, okay, I, I want a e e-bike. Arm. She's like, Hannah can ride it. Your dad can ride it. I'm like, okay. They end up getting a Trek Rail 7. And uh, my dad, we went out to Berryman, which is just a big cross-country loop for people who don't know. We only did 12 miles, like out and back. But my dad was able to go with me. He has a fused ankle. He's 65. <laughs> He's in no shape like he doesn't exercise, you know, he's not, he could be in worse shape. You know, he works outside somewhat often and a little bit physical labor type stuff here and there when he's fixing stuff. But it was fun because one, I didn't have to be out there by myself. He could go with me. He could totally keep up because he could go up the hills like no problem.
0: Yeah, that's but awesome. I'm so glad he's getting out.
2: Yeah, he was like, Oh my legs are rubber, you know, when we got done, but he wasn't struggling to finish and get back to the truck. It, or if he
0: was struggling, it was still it was still fun. It yeah, was he, it was a, it was enough struggle to be fun.
2: Yeah, he could still click it into turbo, you know, if he really wanted to and shift down. But he was keeping it in pretty high gear and I think he was in trail and EMTB the most, but That's awesome. Yeah, it was great like having him be able to go with me. So yeah.
1: I think that anyway. is,
2: is the answer, like e-bike for the wife or the parents or whoever, whoever you think would go with you, but is like, oh, I'm not in good enough shape to keep up. <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah. Hey, for all they, the listeners that are checking in, I'm going to race next year. Are you really? Yeah, I'm just going to race it in the regular class too.
0: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that should get the comments moving.
1: I know, right? Like, I'm sure you won't crash it or anything.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they need to okay.
1: add a bike class, too.
2: Okay. So here's the question on 10000 Are you buying a $10,000 bike or getting two $5,000 bikes? All
0: right. You want my answer? Yeah. My answer is a Husqvarna T250i. That's what I'm buying. Oh for 10.
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, motorcycle a, just- <laughs> a little faster than an e-bike. No, okay, for, yeah. If we're going with motorcycles, yeah, I'm getting a twenty twenty one CRF four fifty
0: <gasps>
2: with no, guard, not- they- What?
1: You gonna put handguards on it?
2: Heck no. I'm not giving up on moto. I don't care what you say.
0: Man, so for Look ten greens of the thing. Look at that. I- yeah, you know what? I, I was actually going to say a beta 200 double R, but I didn't want to blow any smoke up Ryan's butt. So, uh.
1: Dude, Kyle, wait till you ride this thing. I got it dialed in. The power is good. Woo!
0: I'm excited for you. Uh, I I can't wait until you run that thing into a tree, trash the plastics and sell it to me for half what you paid.
1: Yeah, I probably will next year.
0: <laughs> in. Oh, no. In. I'll give you, I'll give you trade in minus 10%. <laughs> all right.
2: All right. Here, here's the so, question. You've got, you've got no bicycles right now. I'm giving you $10,000, and it has to be spent on complete bicycles or a complete bicycle. You have no bicycle. Or yeah, you, can no ba- bicycle. you can buy four. You can buy five $2,000 bicycles if you want. You buy in with your $10,000. 10 bicycles.
0: I, I can I, definitely put this together for you real quick. Do you have a plan?
2: I'll, I'll tell you my, okay, so mine, I'm a, mine would change. If my wife said, I want to start riding, then I'm getting three bicycles. Assuming my kids are still babies and they don't need bikes yet. You know, they have their striders. Assuming my wife isn't wanting to ride with me. I think I'm getting a two bike quiver and I'm getting something like a $4,000 forgive the term, but. Like down country bike, probably a top fuel, um, something in that category, like the top fuel giant trance. Uh, I would love to have like a, even like the Yeti SV115 now, but that's gonna be way out of the price range, I think, even for a bottom level build. Maybe not. Or a, uh, or like, uh, the, well, one of those high pivot, short travel trail eh, that wouldn't be the best, most efficient things. I just think they're interesting. Um, so probably like a top fuel, which I think fits that category the best, but it'd still be fun. And then my probably going to spend about four thousand or thirty five hundred on that bike, and then six to six six thousand to sixty five hundred on an enduro bike. And there's definitely some out there that interest me. I mean, the slash interests me. The Yeti S1, SB150 interests me. The those propane bikes, like mm. the Taiyi or whatever, I think they look pretty sick. Those and are they have
1: great those reviews. Those are sexy bikes.
2: They have really good reviews too. And even the, uh, of course, honestly, I couldn't afford the build I would want, so I probably wouldn't be getting this for unless I had you know eight thousand dollars. But spot. The Spot Mayhem comes in a shade of red that's just like, that is my favorite color in the world right there. Just purely for the color. And it looks pretty sick. I've is that the red that, that looks that almost
1: way. like the Honda Flow Red?
2: Yeah, it's almost, it's yeah. almost, it's really bright and almost slightly pink. Yep. And I'm like, oh, that's beautiful. But I'll be honest, the Trek Slash right now, it's kind of got some... Some issues that I think by next year's round, they'll have totally sorted out. It's kind of the way it goes with new bikes, but mm, for new bikes, I think that those propanes, I find those very interesting. I also find the, uh, I think it's like the Deviate Highlanders or the Forbidden Druids that have the high pivot, but they're trail bikes. Um, they look pretty interesting too for, uh, Enduro bike. But I don't think they're very long travel. I think they're only like 130, 140 in the rear.
1: I, you know what I hate about the propanes is their kid's bike is freaking killer too. And I just like, oh my gosh, I want my kid to get involved in this when he gets old enough. But spending that, that kind of money because it's so awesome <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Now, if I could only
2: have one brand of bike right now with what they've got out there, I think it'd be fun to have a Norco Optic and a Norco Sight or – A transition, actually, probably a transition spur and a transition sentinel will be a really good two-byte quiver. Yeah. And then maybe next year when Shrek gets the slash a little more sorted out, the top fuel slash would be good. It's hard to say, man. It's hard to say. Man. Uh, All right. So
0: I've got, I've got mine together and it's going to be really unoriginal. Um,
2: I, can I guess it before you say it? <laughs>
0: <Arendi>? <laughs> okay, okay, keep going.
2: Here
0: we go. Keep
2: going. Here we go. Here we go. We're going to have a ticket, hardtail. We're going to have a remedy, now, a stash, now, and a slash.
1: Now, now, time out, Clinton. You got to think this isn't bike shop employee pricing. We're talking MSRP here. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay,
2: okay, bike. okay. We're gonna have a ticket hardtail.
1: <laughs> no, right now is a ten thousand dollar bike. Oh, retail. Well,
2: that's true. <laughs> You've got a remedy. The it end. Is? <laughs> R- retail, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Retail. That's right. But that's yeah. custom build. So I'm, I'm thinking he could get a lower build of uh, a few okay. things. So he's still right. gonna but have a not ticket. Stepping
1: down though, dude.
2: He's going to have a remedy of some sort <laughs> and I don't know what. Okay. Okay, Kyle. All right.
0: Yeah. I'm going to surprise you a little bit, but not by much. So 100% right. First bike purchase would be the Remedy 9.8 and purple flip, which is literally the bike I'm currently riding, but I'd ride it stock. I'd ride it stock with no upgrades at so 57 5600.
1: 5, 50,
0: okay. Right. okay. So if there's 56. Then I would do a Santa Cruz chameleon, aluminum, with the fox build for 2300. So that'd...
2: I didn't so know you were 40, so 40, high 40, on 20, these 30, chameleons. I really didn't.
0: Oh, uh, did I just like, I, I, I really, I really like hardtails, but I, I don't like cross country geometry and I don't want, uh, a meta hardtail 63 degree head tube angle bike. I, I like a hardtail to be towards cross-country geometry compared to enduro geometry like so I, I like a good solid trail 29er hardtail is so much fun yeah
2: 66 degree head angle 67 whatever. yeah
0: something That's modern it. 140 mil fork, something like that so it would be uh, a, a chameleon 29er with a 140 mil fork um with the fox build and yeah. then i would build a uh custom dirt jump bike from an ns majesty dirt frame okay yeah so I, I i'd have a steel actually, bike
2: kyle did a, have way a better job at this than me <laughs>
0: i'd have a steel i'd have a steel a steel bike an aluminum bike and a carbon bike all different purposes
1: and i can ride anything that's, anywhere and love it i
2: think our listeners are going to be impressed with that kyle. i really that's do. pretty
1: good kyle that's pretty good so so anybody's uh santa doing really well this year there you go there's three bikes you're getting under the tree
0: that's it man so, that's so that's, that's, me, that's the setup
1: so for me, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this into two parts. One bike, one one ten thousand dollar bike. I, I really love the Ibis Ripmo. I really do. Um so just a maxed out build on that sucker with with uh top of the line fox, maybe some maybe some uh some NV AM30 wheels or something like that on some nice hubs. Um really dick out. I like that bike. If if we're talking a one bike quiver, I, I like that bike a lot. Um kind of really have for the last couple of years almost bought one um but and i just get too good of a deal on the tracks uh but it's I do the, the
2: pedaling so. efficiency that keeps making me look at them that's really it's, about it i don't think it, it, it would go downhill better than what i've got or a lot of other things but it's just yep. being able to leave that shock switch wide open all the time seems yeah. like that would be nice
1: yeah pretty good it but if i'm not going that way and i'm going two bikes I'm gonna be kind of kind of following you there Clinton but I'm probably gonna go with the uh the uh the top fuel uh in like a nine eight build and then probably go you know remedy nine eight build somewhere right around there so that puts me a little over ten gram but it's pretty close so uh, yeah
2: I might you know if, if i it, to me it actually makes more sense to spend more on like build because I don't think if for like riding the bike park that you, it really matters that much. If you have like a 9.8, a 9.7 or a an eight would be fine for the new slash or whatever would be fine with me. Aluminum frame would be fine. But just my priorities is like, I like racing the enduro bike yeah and I still think I'd have a blast riding even the aluminum frame short travel bike as just something to take out to the Berryman or St. Joe or the cross-country trails. Yeah. So that's kind of why I did what I did. But, man, I honestly couldn't tell you if I, if I had to spend it on a $10,000 super bike. I don't know. I have no idea what I'd pick. I really don't. Um, I don't know what I'd – I, I,
1: There's a lot of good bikes out there. There's, there's so many good
2: bikes. That's why, I mean, the truth is when I see people in the comments, especially if they don't live – close to st louis so i don't feel like i need to plug my favorite shops and they're like what do i you know i'm looking at this i'm looking at this my advice is you you buy the bike that when you look at it you want to go ride it just because you just look at it and you're like oh my gosh it's so sick i want to go ride it Yep. and that's the best bike because the bike that you'll actually ride is the bike that's the best bike
1: yep you spend good money on it hopefully you'll ride it right
2: and that's how I feel about my bike now. Like, I love the way it looks. There are definitely things about my slash that I think could be better or uh, would ha- they would take a full redesign. It's not the perfect bike. Uh, but I love the way it looks. I've got it set up the- for me now. Like, and it's pretty good. And it's, oh yeah, it's not, it's not, uh, I don't feel like I'd get on something else and just be fast. I might be faster on this trail or that trail, but I'd probably be slower on this trail or that trail. I don't think it's really like a, a problem in that way. Um, but I still look at it and I'm just like, I can't sell it. How, how could I let that go? What would I replace it with? Yeah. And to me, that is like the sign that you've got the right bike. If you would just like, you can't, you have trouble letting it go uh
1: that's why i kept my remedy another year mm -hmm. i like it
2: i don't know what kyle what other than the bike you have that if you paid retail for all the stuff on it would be your ten thousand dollar bike uh if you had to go buy a bike at just normal retail and ride it as it comes in in a particular bill what would you go buy
0: Ooh, uh i didn't see I, I haven't i haven't bought like ridden an off-the-shelf bike in like five years um so trek doesn't make a 9.9 remedy which we all know is the best bike ever made um so i can't pick that <laughs> so i i would my next option um i mean i would probably be i'd be between a few different things but i, I would think i would probably lean more towards the santa Cruz Bronson. so probably like their so here, let's Just see. Whatever so, the top
2: top of the line build is. Yeah, so like a
0: Santa Cruz carbon. Yeah, I, I, like a like a Santa Cruz EXO one build um, CC with Fox Factory and a set of reserve wheels. That's that comes out to eighty three hundred roughly. Which is about what I'm riding. You know, what i mean? the bike I'm on now is not quite ten grand probably. So, I think. And then I'd. You know It comes out to 83. I would put an X2 on it then, and then that would probably get me close, closer to, it, it did get me close to like 95 probably, nine.
2: Yeah. I think, I, I almost, I kind of hate myself for saying this. And honestly, it's more out of curiosity than anything. And I, I, like I said, I hate myself a little bit. I think I would like to try. If, I, if someone was just like, you can basically buy, get whatever bike on the planet you want, I think I would want to try Yeti's top of the line SB150 build just to see what it feels like to ride the bike that was basically designed to make Richie Roode happy. Like just, just deck it out. SRAM AXS, Carbon Wheels, Um you know, Fox thirty eight factory, Float X two factory, you know, all the stuff on it. I mean and, I would uh, I would
0: I would absolutely love to ride an SB one forty and then see what that feels like.
2: Morgan, the trail builder, has one down at Ironton. Maybe she'll let you ride hers sometime. Is that what she's on? <laughs> yeah, she just got it. They just uh man i I don't even know if I really mean that, but I just want to see, like, what's the, does it live up to the hype?
1: I want to see what the hype is. I've never even really touched a Yeti, so I kind of want to see what the hype is, too.
0: So, I've never touched one. I, I, the hype is certainly there. Like, the guys that I, the guys, you know, that I hang out with and I talk to, they're all, you know, they look at Yeti as being the coup de grace mountain bikes. However, guys that I know that have ridden them. And that ride a lot and have ridden a lot over the years are not wildly impressed with the infinity link. Um, yeah, know, I don't, that?
2: I don't think it's a magical. And honestly, I, if I was just, it would probably make more sense if I had like one bike to do everything and I wasn't purely focused on enduro specifically. I mean, gosh, a top end like ripmo v2, I don't like the way they look as much as my trek, but i think that would be great i think a pivot uh the new oh, pivot man. switchblade pivot. would That's be good Ooh. Oh. Ooh. the switch the switchblade or their enduro bike in 29 would be good yeah. um i think either one of those would be great
0: so i'll be honest i uh I might resend my statement. I I was going to say you
2: forgot about the pivot Mach 5.5. Yeah, I, 5. 5. <laughs> I don't
0: know if it would be the 5.5 5 or if it would be, um, or if it would be the Mach 6. I'd probably be a Mach 6
2: actually. You now the new Mach. The new, the, the new SB, the new Switchblade that's like 140, 160, 29er. I've heard it's pretty like fun, like all around.
0: It's now
2: ground huggy.
0: Well the new the new Mach, the Mach 6 is 275 and now the only thing is the new the new Mach 6 is nowhere near as good looking as it used to be. I do like the look of the Mach 5 over the Mach 6 because it still uses the old DW link style suspension. Um, but I the Mach 5.5 is what got me hooked on 275 wheels and so yeah that would be that would be something to consider for sure.
2: Yeah, I would either try the Yeti or I would definitely try the new Spot Mayhem 150 because I've heard that they use that, like, carbon fiber living link. It's like a leaf spring type thing that apparently really, like, gives you back. So that might be a very interesting bike to to ride. Because um, the reviews on the the Spot, like, it's like the 115 or 110. It's kind of their cross-country oriented trail bike that the pedaling on it is amazing and pretty unique and a lot of fun and they're using like the same kind of design for the long travel bike and like i said the color whew, that's my color man
1: hey guys i i want to talk about it's not really a bike but this would help mountain bikers but it's a great present to get your gal and you can use it okay Okay, I gotta say it quietly because my wife's in the other room. The Infinity Shiatsu Massager. <laughs> you, Look yeah. it up on Amazon. Get your gal one. Oh, change change both of your lives. I promise. They're a hundred <laughs> bucks.
2: Infinity Shiatsu Massager.
1: It's awesome. I'm
2: looking guys. this up right now.
0: Yeah. All I'm seeing, all, all I'm getting is shih Tzu. What? How do you spell tzu?
1: S H I A T Z like. U S U. There you go. I'm telling you, you can get the wired one. It's cheaper. It's only like fifty bucks.
2: But is this the wired, chair,
1: or what is this thing? Oh no, dude! It's just like this the thing neck you wrap thing? around your back, and you've got handles. Yeah, the, dude, oh,
2: oh. yeah I
1: see it. Oh. <laughs> we got one of those little
2: punchy gun, you know.
1: No, this is better than a punchy gun.
2: A little punchy gun.
1: We got uh, it was, for your gal. And we're kind of derailing, no?
0: Here, I'm we are. You,
1: you guys will, you guys will charge it every night because you know it's just it's so good.
0: I wish I had time in my life to use such a thing.
2: I you mean, know, honestly, Ryan, Ryan, I'm surprised your whole list wasn't just like. uh you know, heat therapy pads, ice packs. Um, I have
1: all that already, dude. Tudes of
2: gay, <laughs> cryotherapy, a home I'm cryo chamber for your...
1: Uh, Biofreeze, dude.
0: <laughs> a home stem cell kit. <laughs> yeah.
2: Hyperbaric <laughs> oxygen chambers. <laughs>
1: I have all that stuff already. All I'm right. telling well, you, this is <laughs> That's a okay. pro tip for you guys. All you all listeners, right, all right, all right. get your gal, the Infinity Shiatsu Massager.
2: All right. Good episode, I think. We'll see what everybody else thinks. But we've man, been I at it. I hope
1: everybody gets what they want under the tree. I hope everybody had a good year. it would be fun.
2: After that would Christmas, be great. So.
1: After Christmas, talk about what we got. It would be good.
2: Oh, man. I can't wait for uh, – I think the biggest present – we're all going to get around where we live is come springtime when the bike park's finished. Yup. It's going to be a big Christmas present. Well, not Christmas, but that's going to be great. All right, guys. Appreciate it. Everybody listening, please send us, email us some suggestions. Okay. That's okay. A Y E S T M T B at gmail.com. Send us suggestions on Facebook, uh don't forget about the discount code for Victoria Tires. Uh be proud of us, especially me that none of us said uh Victoria Tires with our Christmas list, but I I banned myself from saying that. One cuz yeah. the ones I have they they last so long. It's like I don't know when I'm going to need to change them. Anyway, thanks for listening and uh we will get back to you guys. Hopefully, we'll have another one next week, but that sure. might depend on if we get any suggestions. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha